Welcome to the Florida Bar Podcast, where we highlight the latest trends in law office and legal practice management to help you run your firm. Brought to you by the Florida Bar's Practice Resource Center. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Florida Bar Podcast, brought to you by Legal Fuel, the Practice Resource Center of the Florida Bar on Legal Talk Network. We're so glad you're joining us. This is Christine Bilbrey. I'm a senior practice management advisor at the Bar and one of the hosts for today's show, which is being recorded from our offices in Tallahassee, Florida. Hello. I'm Carla Eckhart, Practice Management Advisor at the Florida Bar and co-host of today's podcast. Our goal at the Practice Resource Center is to assist Florida attorneys with running the business side of their law practices. We focus on a different topic each month and carry the theme through our website with related tips, videos, and articles. On this episode in our series on Florida Bar member benefits, we will be responding to all the questions we get from attorneys about software and services that they need to run their practices more efficiently. They are often surprised to find out that the bar offers its members over 70 free or discounted products and services such as professional liability insurance, several excellent practice management software programs, free incorporation, free legal research, and more. To kick off our series on member benefits, we are speaking with Tom Boyle. Tom is the co-founder of TrustBooks. He is a CPA in North Carolina who spent the first five years of his career working for two big public accounting firms. Deloitte and & Touche, and McGladry and & Pullen. In 2010, Tom launched his own CPA practice, which focused on outsourced accounting for law firms. Then in 2014, Tom co-founded TrustBooks based on his experience of helping law firms manage their trust accounts. Tom is considered a trust accounting expert. He regularly performs CLE presentations on trust accounting and writes articles for legal publications, including Lawyers Mutual. We're excited to announce that TrustBooks is our newest Florida Bar member benefit. Welcome to the show, Tom. Great. Thanks. Excited to be here. Excited to um, be the newest uh, member benefit for the Florida Bar. We're excited. Congratulations. So, Tom, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what led to the creation of TrustBooks. Happy to. Um, So, my background uh, is in accounting. So, I'm a CPA, but I'm in a family full of attorneys. I was doing the math. The other day, I think I've got six attorneys in my, you know, sort of immediate family between siblings and uh, my dad, my uncle, my grandfathers. Uh, so a lot of attorneys. So sitting at the dinner table, I feel like, you know, I, I've slept through or, or sat through enough uh, law and order type episodes where um, <laughs> if I sleep at a Holiday Inn, I'm going to wake up as an attorney one day. Um, but I'm not. I'm an accountant. And started my career in, in big four public accounting, as you mentioned, with Deloitte and Touche and uh, then McGladry and Pullen and um, wanted to do something entrepreneurial. I've, I've kind of always had that entrepreneurialism um, as part of my DNA. And so started uh, something maybe not too original, but it was a CPA practice. My angle was that I was going to work uh, almost exclusively with law firms. And so in 2010, I launched Boyle CPA, had a small team we were doing the bookkeeping or outsourced accounting for small law firms. And from that, discovered that there has not been a really great solution for the trust account. And so we were doing a lot of the same resources, the QuickBooks, the Excel spreadsheets that you find in the, the solos to 10 uh, attorney law firms. And in the back of my mind, I just kept thinking there's got to be an, an easier, better solution 
to help a lawyer uh, manage their trust account. I teamed up with my co-founder, Chad Todd, and the two of us kind of brainstormed. We're both entrepreneurial. We're both nerds that when we jump on a call, our minds kind of go to business and just brainstorming on, hey, what's something we can work together on? And from those conversations, we started kicking the idea around of, well, here's a pain point that I'm experiencing in my CPA practice. It's trying to easily find a solution to help attorneys with their trust account. Nothing exists. I'm kind of putting this hodgepodge of QuickBooks with an Excel spreadsheet. And then if they're using practice management software, so I've got you know three different tools and neither one of them are really perfectly designed, um, but that's the best option. And, and I'm not alone. And so Chad said, no, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure that something like this exists out there. So I said, okay, go look for it. And he did. And a couple of days later, he came back and said, you know what? I think you're right. I, I don't know that anything exists out there. Um, this, this might be a real pain point to try and solve. And that took us down the path. That was about 2014 of starting to have some of those conversations. And that took us down the path of um, getting together and whiteboarding out what is eventually going to you know, become trust books. Um, we mocked up, I think, 20 different pages to start trust books. And from those 20 pages, we took it to a designer, we took it to the developer, um, and trust books was born. And um, really with the mindset of solving that pain point for small law firms of really that easy button. How do you put the easy button on the trust account? This something that's scary and overwhelming, like managing the trust account. It's it's a something that you can get disbarred for. So it's got this just real kind of uh, frightening aspect to it. But from at least from my perspective, I, I knew it didn't have to be that complicated. I knew if you just had the right tool in place, it could really be simple. It could really be easy. And you could get to all the right reporting and features that you would need to be compliant with the state bar. Um, so that was the start and the evolution of TrustBooks. Um, I'm glad that I, I'm in a family full of attorneys because that is the reason why I started the CPA practice with a focus on working with law firms. It was an easy niche for me to, to talk to. Um, it was in my comfort zone of, of already engaging with attorneys. It wasn't anything that was uncomfortable to me. All my you know, good friends are attorneys. So uh, for me, it, it's been a nice kind of um, progression of starting the CPA practice and then continue to evolve and, and really be hunkered down in this legal uh, community and legal tech community. So you, you've touched upon the hodgepodge of tools, you, you know, that were being used or that you would use when helping attorneys with their trust accounts. But why is it important to use software like TrustBooks that is specific for attorney trust accounting as opposed to your standard accounting software? We won't name names, but. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The reason why is you're, you're kind of the, the elephant in the room of the accounting software, right? Um, won't name names, um, but it it is a player that is designed to be for all industries. So if you go into the accounting software, and this is pretty much all accounting software, where it's not focused on this specific niche of legal accounting, and then within legal accounting, your trust account. There are nuances that you have to follow for the trust account to make sure you're following your state bar rules. When you use just kind of off-the-shelf accounting software, because it doesn't have um, 
built-in features that are designed specifically for the trust account. You just open yourself up to being susceptible to, to doing things like deficit spending or putting in accounting transactions, but not having to not being forced into maintaining client ledgers. There's a bunch of workarounds, but it's not intuitive. It's not part of the DNA of the product. So you've got to, to put in a ton of workarounds. And the struggle that you find is if you're an attorney or if you're in a small law firm and maybe you don't have that expertise in the accounting software, rarely, rarely have I found that attorney that went to law school and loves doing accounting. So it's, it's not why they went to law school. It's not why they're practicing as an attorney. They are wanting to be an attorney, but they've got this very important component of running their law practice, of managing their trust account. And so we use the kind of standard accounting software, and you have to, one, be an expert in that accounting software so that, two, you can make sure you, you put in all the right kind of manipulations to get it to work for a trust account. Mm-hmm. So, so there's this inherent kind of barrier to know, having to know in depth the accounting software. Then you have to have a really in-depth knowledge of the trust rules. And so every state's got, you know, a little bit different trust rules. They can be involved. They can be uh, intense. So it's having to kind of combine this, you know, real deep understanding of the accounting software so that you can manipulate it to get it to work for a trust account. And then two, having to uh, real have an in-depth understanding of the trust rules so that you're setting up this accounting software and designing it so that it can work for you. So those are the real big challenges. And again, when you're an attorney and the last thing you want to be doing is accounting, it's just part of the practice that usually falls to the very bottom of the list. It's usually the, you know, ah, geez, I I don't want to do this. You get the grumbles, you get the procrastination, and then it it ends up, you know, having this domino effect where it can be a real challenge to even get started. Right. And even if you're familiar with standard accounting software and you are quote unquote, an expert in it as an attorney, why bother? You know, if it's time wasted if there are other solutions out there like trust books. You're wasting your time setting up these workarounds and, and trying to make this software work for you um, when, in fact, you could be billing time instead of doing your accounting. So that's just another tidbit of why you should use trust account specific software. Sure. A hundred percent. And I'll, I'll give you a a scenario that this is a real life scenario that happened to me in my CPA practice. It was, um, it, it happened on a Friday. Of course, all things happen on a Friday. I was the only one in the office that afternoon. And one of my clients called me up and said, Hey, um, can you send me the client list in the trust account? And I said, Bill, sure. No problem. Um, I open up the QuickBooks file and I look at that balance sheet and I hit the panic button. I look at the balance sheet. I see, you know, we had set up different chart of accounts, sub accounts for each client. And I won't bore you in getting into too much of the accounting jargon. Um, But basically, I'd set up where all my clients would show up on the balance sheet. And I look at the the balance and I had three clients with a negative balance. And panic, fear, the, you know, the just set off, right? So I went in and for the next, I think, six or seven hours, that, that was completely consumed my day. I went to try and figure out what had happened um, with my client's trust account uh, in this accounting software. 
And it was, and we're the experts, right? I mean, I'm the CPA. I've got a team of accountants. We're, we're QuickBooks certified. And it's so easy because we had set up a memorized transaction and one of the, uh, one of my staff had just forgotten to update one of the, the sub accounts on that memorized transaction. So a few entries had gotten recorded to the wrong sub account. Luckily, we were doing this redundant system where we had an Excel spreadsheet that was backing it up. And so I was able to reference the Excel spreadsheet. I was able to unravel it. The, the good news is that nothing was truly in the negative. Um, it was just trying to find this kind of um, shortcut in the system to record transactions. And that shortcut, because we weren't super diligent with making sure that everything got updated, caused one of these balances to go in the negative. But I mean, we're, we're the experts. We're the ones that are supposed to be, you know, know the software inside and out. And it still happened to us. And it, it was a true six or seven hour uh, panic fest on my side because the last thing that I mean, I would have been fired on the spot if I'd gone back to my client and said, oh, yeah, by the way, we messed up. We brought three of your clients into the negative. That would not have been a fun conversation. Luckily, it was fixed and, and wasn't the case. So mm -hmm. I didn't have to have that conversation. But um, ah, it was not a fun <laughs> Friday afternoon at all. <laughs> well, so you're a CPA, so I feel like I can, I can ask you this without offending you. We we have people that call in and they'll say, no, 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 I can't use um, law practice management software because my accountant told me I have to use QuickBooks because he can extract, he or she can extract the reports that they need to handle this for me and do the reconciliation. So does TrustBooks, okay, so it's a two-part question. One can you produce the reports that those people would want to hand to their accountant that are not in QuickBooks? Or two, if you're doing TrustBooks and it's doing everything for you, do you still need the accountant to handle your trust account at all? Or should they just be doing your taxes and your operating account? Great question. This is um, something that we run into all the time. So I'll, I'll preface it. that So I'm, I'm speaking to my own people, right? Accountants. Mm -hmm. We kind of like the systems that we're comfortable with. So that is what we've seen is the the biggest reason for what you just described of, you know, accountant says that I can't do this and needs me to use this software. Um, we've seen it more of a, they are comfortable in what they know. And, and sometimes it's a challenge to open them up to different software. So that's kind of one side of it. Your other part of the question is uh, trust books, will absolutely take the place of QuickBooks for your trust account. So I, I make that distinction because we're there for the trust account. So we are there to handle all of your trust activity and everything that you would need to do to reconcile and get the right reporting and maintain client ledgers and, and keep compliance with your state bar. Uh, our software will handle that. And so you do not need to double up any of your, you know, data entry, time management. It's not introducing a new product, a new software that will increase the amount of time. It's going to introduce a new product that's going to save you a lot of time. We we regularly have our users tell us, you know, I went from, we've got an example. We've got a, uh, one of our users in Iowa. He's using our product and his testimonial that we've got on the site has said he went from four hour doing reconciliations that took him four hours a month to doing a reconciliation four minutes. Wow. Uh, th that seems extreme, but that's what he says. So it is something that does take the place of having to manage your trust account and your trust activity in any other software. 
So you don't need to use a QuickBooks or use another accounting software. What we're doing in TrustBooks will 100% manage your trust account Mm -hmm. and get you to the right reporting, get you to the right um, reconciliations that you need uh, to be compliant. Excellent. Was was there something else? I I don't know if I answered (laughs) all of that 100%. Well, I, I guess like the you can extract reports from trust books if if that was something you wanted to hand over to your accounting professional, or just not use an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've been talking this concept internally here at Trust Books of Trust Books Simple. So whenever we talk, and one of our big messages that our current users understand that a hundred percent. So whenever we say that we're going to introduce a new feature, we say, all right, this new feature it's going to be Trust Books Simple. And what that means is um, with using TrustBooks, we have designed it so that it, whatever you see in typical accounting software, we're going to be the 180 of that. So typically, you've got uh, a ton of features. Um, you've got all these different accounting jargon and accounting aspects like payroll, uh, taxes, um, inventory sheets. We strip all that away, and we do this very, very intentionally. It's been a challenge to build a product that is very disciplined to not do a feature creep. And so the reason why we are very intentional about that is we want TrustBooks to be the easy button. It's, it's just like flipping on your iPhone. You turn on your iPhone and you just know where to go. Mm-hmm. You don't need to spend two days reading a manual and figuring out how to work an iPhone. You just hit the on, or you, you, you hold the button, it goes on, and you know exactly how to use the, the iPhone. You know where to go. And it's super intuitive and easy. Same with TrustBooks. We've got a top row that says, you know, if you can create a client or enter a client information, the client name, matter name, perfect. You've created your client list. Next is all you have to do is worry about money that goes into the account. That's entering a deposit and money that goes out of the account. That's processing a payment. We do all the backend stuff. So, so really, we can boil down how simple trust accounting can be by fitting it into those buckets of saying, let's mirror the workflow and the, and the cash that's going to go in and out of your trust bank account. And let's say, all right, we first need to set up a client. That's straightforward. We've got a client name, matter name. If that's all you want to put into trust books, it's that simple. Next thing is money goes into the bank account. That's a deposit. Money leaves the bank account. That's a payment. And it's that simplicity that I think really wins with our, um, our customers because they, again, they don't need to um, hire somebody. They don't need to take a, a, a five-hour course on how to use the product. We can, in, in 15 or 20 minutes, just jump in, show them it, and they understand exactly where they need to go in TrustBooks. And that's a huge relief because if you're saying debits, credits, double entry, that their eyes have already glazed over <laughs> or they're so terrified. And, you know, we do get people that are like, they think that the Florida bar is draconian when it comes to oh, enforcing man. this. They, they think we're in their trust account. Yeah, they they <laughs> lose a lot of sleep over this. Yeah. And I'm, I know that you're in North Carolina. And guess what? North Carolina is stricter than Florida because we don't do... Spot checks. I, I, it's my understanding. Uh, the last time I talked yeah, to the North Carolina, some, that yeah, they literally are going out random and, and audits. random audits of their attorneys, which is sounds way scarier. But what are some of the most common reasons that a law firm, whether they're in North Carolina or Florida, what are the reasons they find themselves non-compliant with their state bar rules? What are the biggies? The biggie that we see is the three-way reconciliation. So, yes. uh, of all the kind of issues. 
the one that we see is the most common pitfall is this three-way reconciliation. What it is doing is it's trying to reconcile your bank statement to your trust ledger to the sum of your client ledgers. So those are the three components that get matched and reconciled together. And in our experience, this is by far the, the number one issue. Um, like you mentioned, North Carolina has that random audit process. And, and you're right. You want to scare an attorney? You say uh, your judicial <laughs> district was selected for random audit this quarter. You're now susceptible to being one of these 60 or 70 attorneys that's going to be proactively audited and, and the state bar is going to come out and ask for all the records over the past 12 months. That, that gets a, an attorney's attention <laughs> big time. But one of the, the helpful things for us is that from those random audits, they submit the results of those random audits. And North Carolina, like Florida, has this three-way trust reconciliation requirement. Um, North Carolina is a little different. It's a quarterly requirement. In Florida, it's a monthly requirement. But we were seeing that um, I think Q, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maybe get my, my quarters wrong, but there was a quarter in 2017 where um, 47% of the attorneys submitted or, you know, selected for this random audit failed to do a three-way trust reconciliation. So oh, that's no. a big, big number. That, that, was North Car- yes. that was North Carolina, so, so not Florida. But I, I think, <laughs> you know, these stats, at least in my experience, they can get extrapolated from state to state to state, especially if, if there's not maybe as, as strong as a overseer, like being subjected to a random audit, you know, being subjected to a random audit, we've seen gets the attorney even more in tune with what are the trust rules and regulations and making sure that I'm following the trust rules and regulations. But the, the three-way reconciliation is definitely a, a big one. And the reason why uh, we see such non-compliance with it, in, in my perspective and in, in my experience, it's been two things. One, it's this kind of relying on the accounting software like a QuickBooks where you think that you're doing, or you are doing a reconciliation. You're going into QuickBooks and doing a reconciliation, and it can be QuickBooks or other accounting software. You go in, you do this reconciliation. What you're doing is a two-way reconciliation. You are reconciling um, your bank statement to your trust ledger. So those are two of the components, and that's kind of your standard reconciliation that you see in accounting software. If you are only doing that in the accounting software and you're not bringing this third component, of showing all of your clients with their balance and making sure that that sum ties into the trust ledger that then ties into the adjusted bank statement balance, then you are not meeting this three-way reconciliation. So we've seen it where it's kind of this, maybe an ignorance type play of, of, or, or it's a false security of relying on your accounting software, doing a reconciliation in there, but it's not meeting that third component. So that's, mm-hmm. that's one thing of this false, security, false confidence that, yes, I'm doing a reconciliation, but you're relying on a, a product that doesn't build in that client list with balances just automatically as part of the reconciliation. So that's that's definitely a big reason why uh, non-compliance. The other one um, around the three-way reconciliation is just relying on, um, is not knowing the rules, simply just not knowing the rules or relying on support staff to know the rules and, and putting your confidence in your support staff or, or outside bookkeeper. And they aren't as in tune with law firms and the trust requirements. And again, saying, yep, you know, I'm, I'm giving you a reconciliation, 
but it's failing to meet that three-way reconciliation requirement. And in Florida, if you are not familiar, which you should be, but for your benefit, uh, you want to make sure you go over Chapter 5 and the record-keeping requirements specifically are going to be 5-1.2, right? 5-1.2. Sounds about right. Read Chapter 5 because it goes over all of this. It's a very short chapter, and I feel like our members are often intimidated um, because, you know, if you look at the rules regulating the Florida Bar, there are a lot of chapters. But the trust accounting ones specifically are very short and once you take the time, easy to understand, which then makes TrustBooks even sort of even more intuitive when you understand what TrustBooks is doing and how it's making the reconciliation process so easy with one button. Yep. And, and one thing that I failed to bring up, you know, kind of comparing, let's say, TrustBooks to the accounting software that's out there, when you do reconcile in TrustBooks, every time you reconcile, a three-way reconciliation automatically gets generated. So there's no extra steps that, you know, we put on our users. It's just kind of, again, it goes back to that easy button. It's building a product that's designed to meet, you know, one specific thing, and that's managing a lawyer's trust account. And with that, that laser focus, we can build a reconciliation process that says, all right, let's reconcile. That's pretty straightforward. It's, matching things from your bank statement to the activity that's recorded in TrustBooks. Now you hit the save and reconcile button. And when you do that, this three-way reconciliation automatically gets generated. So it puts that peace of mind that as long as I'm going through the reconciliation process, that I know that I'm going to be able to generate this three-way reconciliation. And and then it gets saved uh, in your account. So you've always got the ability to reference it. Um, you've always got the ability to pull it back up and, and show that, yes, you've reconciled. And the last page on that is really important because it breaks down and shows your entire client list with their balance as of that reconciliation date. And just to, you know, I kind of go off in tangents. It's um, Chad always tells me to top, stop being so cpa nerdy and, and, you know, speak in normal language that non-accountants understand. Um, the reason why that three-way reconciliation is so important and the reason why, you know, the Florida bar cares about it and, and all these other bars care about it is it does two things. If you can generate that client list with the balance and tie that into your bank statement, then the two things that it kind of proves and, and gives the bar real confidence around is one, um, if you've got the entire client list with their balance, then it proves that you're maintaining client ledgers. So that's another pitfall. That's another thing that we've seen can be a common out of compliance is not maintaining client ledgers, which, which means that every single transaction that goes in and out of your bank account, in and out of your trust bank account, uh, has to be associated with a client. So at any given time, you know exactly how much money you've got on a client-by-client basis. Do you print checks through TrustBooks so that all the information gets loaded into the right places inside the program? Absolutely. Yep. So you've got the ability to print checks. And again, it's part of our just workflow. You don't even know that you're maintaining client ledgers. When you go and enter deposit, right. our first step is to select the client. Same with the payment. The first step when you select the payment uh, or, or process a payment is to select the client. So it, it's just kind of the workflow without even knowing it. 
by by design, when you do a deposit or, or payment behind the scenes, you're maintaining client ledgers and you're making sure that every single transaction, there's no way to record a transaction in trust books that doesn't get associated with the client. Right. And and again, it's important because, you know, again, to remind our listeners, you have a fiduciary responsibility when you are maintaining trust funds. These are not the firm's funds. These are the client's funds. So if a client calls you up and asks, how much of my money do you have? Mm -hmm. You need to be able to very quickly tell them I have X amount. Um, I don't know is not an acceptable response to a client. I mean, or let me check with my accountant and get back to you. That's (laughs) horrifying. That is horrifying. So, you know, again, the the client first aspect of trust books that makes it compliant is is how every attorney should treat their trust account, whether or not they use trust books. The client comes first, and it is not your money. Mm-hmm. So I, again, it's 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 great that you pointed out that that's something built into trust books, and and it's one of those features. Speaking of features, it is my understanding, and tell me if I'm wrong, but that there are maybe some customized or additional features that are specific to our members, so to Florida attorneys. Can you speak about that? Yeah, definitely. So when we were going through the process of uh, working with Terry and his group at, at the member benefits uh, division of the Florida Bar and with y'all and, and, and the whole team there, one of the sticking points was, you know, trust books looks great, but we'd really like to have this one additional feature. And we take that to heart and, and we love to listen and we love to figure out ways that we can improve trust books to make it as specific and, and meet the requirements as on point as we can. And so one of those, the the, the main one was the ability to uh, save bank statements with a reconciliation. So it's not something that we have done in the past. It's not a feature that we had in trust books in the past, but it's important to the Florida bar. It's important to, if you're a Florida attorney, that you've got the ability to um, easily get to your bank statement, have it saved with your reconciliation. And so, yeah, that's one thing that as we're going through this process, as we've been um, working through the details of how do we make sure trust books meets uh, the needs for Florida attorneys as best we can. And one of the real you know, pushes was, hey, can we add this ability to, to save a bank statement uh, in trust books? And we said, absolutely. We, we'd love to figure out a way to customize it and, and do that. So we have developed that. We have. Um, I think this week we are rolling out the actual final touches on it. It's been, um, you know, a pretty cool project to see um, one that I'm excited about because we love to customize. There's a couple other states where we've got some unique customizations for. And so anytime that we can make sure that trust books is as tailored as best we can for a specific state, that's a win for us because it means that we're really meeting the needs for those Florida attorneys. So that's, that's the biggest one. It was the ability to allow Florida attorneys to upload their bank statement and save it inside of trust books. It also does something else that's pretty neat and something that we we kind of care about. And that's the ability to kind of go paperless. Uh, we want trust books to be your, your spot that you can go to, log in, whether you're in your office, you're at home, wherever you've got access to your trust books account, and you can kind of see everything you need. You don't need a paper file system. Um, everything is just going to be saved digitally right there in trust books. So it's super, super easy on uh, kind of going towards that paperless environment. 
And I want to jump in just to clarify things for Florida Bar members. So to be compliant with the rules, the reason we're asking you to save those bank statements is because if you look in the details of the rules, um, not only do you have to have a copy of every check that you've written on your trust account, you've got to have a picture of the back as well. And some banks were still not doing that. So you'd get your bank statement and there, you know, on the back pages, there'd be all these photographs of the, the checks you'd written. We have to see who endorsed the check, where it went. So it's got to be front and back. The other thing is people would say, oh, well, I can just access my online account anytime and show you that. Nope. The, yeah, we need, if you look in the rules, you need to maintain these documents for a minimum of six years from the time that the matter was concluded. And if you go to your bank right now and check, they probably go back 120 days, six months tops, and that's not there. It's going to be lost. And I know that people have gotten audited and they had to go pay their bank a lot of money and like go through microfiche or something. So you are required to have that in your possession. It is perfectly acceptable to have it stored digitally. And so once you've entered that, if your bank has given you the front and back of the checks and it's stored in trust books, you're compliant for that right, part of right. it. So thank you for adding that because mm -hmm. again, it was such a push point for us because a lot of people just were not maintaining those records for the six years mm -hmm. because they just assumed their banks would and that just wasn't the case. And we don't we don't jump in and endorse products, but I have to say I, I met Tom years ago at a Clio conference and there was the CEO of the company. I didn't know that at the time, but I wandered up at the expo hall part of it and and got a demo from you. And I was so impressed. And I have to say, I love trust accounting. I'm one of those weirdos. I should have been an accountant. Um, and when members call, I'll spend hours on the phone. She will. Helping I, them find. I always send them to Christine when they need very personalized help. So I know that if you sign up, if people start using your product, I'm not going to get any of those phone calls, but we do have lots She'll of people. She'll be sad. She'll be sad. <laughs> but we have people that are so I have to say on, on our legalfuel.com, we have the old Excel spreadsheets that technically People if you ask plug for, all the, but all I, the figures in, yeah, yeah we don't I, want you to do that. I They're there, but okay. So that brings me to the next thing and I'm going to put you on the spot. So people are terrified. If you're a solo or small firm, you've got to count every nickel mm -hmm. because you're trying to be efficient. It's not your money. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, I just can't afford this whole thing. I'm like, Trust accounting standalone, you're right, did not exist out there. How how much is trust books and what kind of discount are our members going to receive from you? We have worked with the Florida Bar to, to add in a special discount, special promo, and we've got two subscription plans. Our first subscription plan, which is kind of the basic, it's the DIY plan where you're in complete control, you're entering the day-to-day -day activity, and you're responsible for doing your own reconciliation. So you've got access to the full software and you're in control. We have given Florida attorneys an extra discount. So normally it's $390 a year plan, or we have a monthly subscription, but the discount is on the annual plan. Um, we've actually given it where three months free on an annual plan. So it's $351 for Florida attorneys as, as members of the Florida Bar for that annual plan. If you wanted to do it on a monthly basis, it's $39 a month on a monthly plan. So that's our DIY plan. The next one is our team plan. Our team plan combines the software, which you have still full control, full access, with a service component. That service component is our team coming in at month end and actually doing the reconciliation for you. So our, our users in that plan are still responsible for maintaining the day-to-day, week-to-week activity. Um, but then at month end, if they want that extra assurance, 
or if they just want extra support and say, you know what, I'd feel more comfortable if a uh, trust books team, you know, so we've got a team of trust accountants, we've got CPAs on our team. So if they're the ones that are actually doing the reconciliation reviewed by a CPA, we're giving a $15 per month discount on that to where it's $114 a month on the team plan. So normally it's $129 a month. We're bringing that down to $114 a month. So those are our two subscription plans, the DIY and the team plan. And I also want to commend you. I looked at your landing page. If you go through uh, the FloridaBar.org and click on member benefits, when you find trust books under the practice management section of the member benefits, if you're if you're freaked out by all the three-way talk, we've been the reconciliation and yes. the, all of that, if you're freaked out by that, the trust books team has done an amazing job of simplifying kind of our Florida bar rules. It's like this lovely <laughs> trust little... Trust books is the easy button for everything. Yeah, there's this, <laughs> even if you're not signing up for trust books, but you're curious, go look at his cheat sheet that he set up <laughs> to tell you the important things you need to be doing monthly and yearly. It, I was very impressed by that. Your team did a good job. Yeah, on, no, we're, on that. we're excited and we're, we're grateful because it's, it's something we talk about every day. Mm-hmm. We get calls about trust accounting every day. Um, so to be able to point our members to trust books and to that landing page with all the resources and the explanations of what they need to be doing is is just a weight off our shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And thank you for that. That is, um, it, again, it kind of goes back to something that's important for us. We want, you know, there's, there's not too many people, uh, Christine, I think you, you said that you do love reconciliations. I'm with you. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I so um, <laughs> I, I do. I, it's, it's put together this giant puzzle and there is, you know, black and white. So you can get to a final point and that, that is so exhilarating to be like, yeah, I solved it. But I think we were few and far between <laughs> oh, <God>. probably, right? <laughs> it's so clean and satisfying. Exactly. Exactly. But one of the things that we, we really want to do, and, and, and we mean this, is that we want to be a resource for attorneys. If they're using trust books, awesome. If they're not, then we still want to be that trust accounting resource, that guide, that kind of expert in the field so that we can give them added resources. You're right that we did this landing page specifically for Florida. We created content specifically for Florida. So it's not just a generic uh, article. It's not just generic landing page. Um, we, we invested time. We invested effort to make sure that um, this speaks specifically to Florida attorneys. And um, thank you for, for noticing that. that. That means a lot to the team here. Um, definitely a lot of kudos to the team here. Oh, I do have one clarification because we get this phone call all the time. On it, it reminds them that they are going to have to certify once a year that they are compliant with the Florida Bar trust account rules. And so you list that in there. But then people think they have to file something with us. That is on your fee statement. So if you you want (laughs) to tweak that, that would save us like probably two dozen phone calls this year that says yearly you will mark that you are compliant on your Florida Bar fee statement. That's that is a big deal. Okay. Right. Um, and, and I have another little tidbit because while TrustBooks is a standalone uh, software program, it does integrate with some of the popular practice mm-hmm. management software programs out there. What are those programs? Yeah, perfect question. So we do. We have two integrations. Very proud of both of those integrations. First is with LawPay. So we first integrated with LawPay probably two or three years ago. I remember meeting Amanda and, and her team at uh, the ABA Tech Show probably three years ago. Um, we were in that Startup Alley competition in their inaugural Startup Alley competition with Bobby Ambrosi. And uh, we met the law pay team. We went to work on doing an integration. So uh, that one, I, I love it because 
it's so simple, right? Again, it's this trust book simple mentality of we pull in all credit card activity from Wallpay. Um, all you have to do is assign it to the right client. Once it, it gets imported into Trustbooks, you hit import and it's taken care of. The one unique thing that LawPay has told us that we do, and I'm not sure any of their other integrated partners do, and Christine, you'll love this because it gets back to the reconciliation, <laughs> is that we mirror the same way that LawPay makes a deposit on your bank statement. We mirror that same process in Trustbooks. Um, again, I... I, I will make this brief because it is accounting jargon, but uh, LawPay does a daily batch. So if you had, let's say, two credit card transactions that went through today, in mm -hmm. a couple days from now, they will group those two credit card transactions and just make one lump sum deposit on your bank statement. In Trustbooks, we mirror that same process so that at month end, when you do a reconciliation, it's super, super easy to say, all right, here's that lump sum deposit on my bank statement. It's going to show up in Trustbooks that same way. We're going to we're going to um, make sure that each transaction gets detailed out, so it's hitting the right client ledgers. But then we kind of group them on the same page, so it gets a grand total that's going to make it so so easy to match up to your bank statement. So that's one of our integrations. The other one is with Clio. Clio's practice management, huge practice management player, and we've integrated with them for past couple of years now. And again, a super nice, super easy our integration process where um, you kind of use Clio in your day-to-day. -day. Uh, you're able to import your clients, able to import any trust activity from Clio into Trustbooks, and then Trustbooks helps you dot the I's, cross the T's, so that that month-end process of doing a reconciliation and getting to the right reports um, is all kind of finalized in Trustbooks. So it's a nice one-two combo there as well. And I want to interject, LaPay and Clio are also Florida Bar <laughs> member benefits. You can get a discount on those as well. <laughs> awesome. So thank you so much, Tom Boyle, for joining us today. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks so much for the invite. This, was, uh, this is great. Thank you so much. So if our listeners have questions, if they love trust accounting or they hate trust accounting or they want to get more information from you, where can they go to find that? I'll throw out a few. So the landing page, the trustbooks.com forward slash Florida. That's a great resource. Um, you can go to our homepage, trustbooks.com. My personal email, I'm going to throw out my personal email because I love hearing from folks. Uh, You're brave. <laughs> I know, I'm brave, right? But that, that's good. It, we're, we're an open book. So we love to engage with, um, with our customers. Um, it really, I don't know, it, it's just part of who we are. My email is tom at trustbooks.com. So real simple, tom at trustbooks.com. If you just want to shoot the, the team at Trustbooks an email or you have a kind of a general inquiry, you can always reach us at support at trustbooks.com. So real easy ways to engage with us. And we like to, um, we like to hear from attorneys and from users and you know people checking us out or even if they just have uh, a generic question on trust accounting. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. Join us next time for another episode of the Florida Bar Podcast brought to you by Legal Fuel, the practice resource center of the Florida Bar on Legal Talk Network. I'm Christine Bilbury. And I'm Carla Eckhart. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Florida Bar Podcast, brought to you by the Florida Bar's practice resource center and produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and RSS. 
Find The Florida Bar, Legal Fuel, The Florida Bar's Practice Resource Center, and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Or download the free app from Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.